0: Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories. So, Conchetta, yeah. what are you going to be for Halloween? I'm going Halloween a watch. A watch? A witch. <laughs> a witch. So Conchetta and I were just discussing the makeup mm-hmm. for the witch face. Now some people think witches should have green skin. Like a goblin, like the witch in the I think the Wizard of Oz, but I don't think witches need green skin. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, they need like really like pale skin. Or pale something. skin, yeah, because yeah? they black don't really skin. like go in the sun. Yeah, kind of white skin. <laughs> so I think Conchetta should have a spider web like over one eye, kind of. And then like white eyeshadow and like black lipstick. Black lipstick, huh? Yeah. I don't know about the black lipstick. I think the spider web will be enough black on your face. Yeah, but can I put on some? Like we'll face? see. We'll 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 have to play with it. Yeah. So if you can even manage doing the spider web, <laughs> I think I can do it. I think I can do the spider web. Since i when in your whole entire life. Did you do face paint? Well, there's a YouTube video, and it doesn't mm-hmm. look too hard. Mhm. So Conchetta's costume came, and it's a witch costume. Yeah. It came in the mail today. Yeah. And it's a special one because... It glows up. It glows in the dark. Not only does it glow in the dark, it lights up. There's like lights. So on her dress, there are moons and stars and they light up. So not only is it going to be cool, it's going to be safe in the dark. So people will see you. And it has a witch hat and it's really cute. And of course we'll have pictures up during Halloween. But the reason... Why I'm bringing up the costume, which is a witch, is, in Germany, what? do you remember? I don't know if you're going to remember this. Every year, your Opa sends something called, for Christmas, mm-hmm. he, call, he sends a traditional house. <laughs> do you remember what that is? Hexenhaus? No. What are you telling me? A Hexenhaus literally translates in English to witch's house or what? witch's cottage. I don't get it. And the reason why they give it out at Christmas time cuz it's like why we call it a gingerbread house now in in you in the United States and in other English speaking countries we make gingerbread houses for Christmas, correct? Mm-hmm. But really the tradition came from Germany. And it's called a Hexen House. Hexen House. Oh, there's Conchetta's Hexen, father. Hexen. Yes? Hexen House. You want to tell us about Hexen House? Uh, no. It's, no. No? No. Okay, so they usually do it around Christmas. Why? Right. I was always confused as Why? that because I was always like, that's like a halloween thing but maybe in germany guess... they don't really celebrate halloween like we do over here wait maybe i was thinking maybe when it's christmas time there it's halloween time. <laughs> no <laughs> but the reason it comes is because of the story i'm going to read in a minute Ooh, I, very I, famous oh my gosh, children's story famous. for many 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 many, many years many, 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 many. Can you guess yeah. without looking? Did you look? No. You looked a little. No, I didn't. Um. Want me to help you? Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> and maybe some of you know the story. I'm going to read a traditional Grimm's Brothers version of the story, which is a little, you mm. know, longer. I'm kind of like something around 60. 60? No? Well, mm. so in it... The witch in the story mm-hmm. makes her home, her Hexen house, <laughs> out of candy I and know. cake and I cookies story. to attract children, right? Mm-hmm. And it takes place during like Christmas time. Yeah. And I think that's why in Germany, they call gingerbread houses Hexen houses ah! Based on this Hansel and Gretel story, oh my God. right? Isn't it based on Hansel and Gretel, Daddy? A hexen house. Yes. Okay. But uh, um, I. But why? It's, it's a lebkuchen house. Oh, here we go. Lebkuchen is, is the, the type. Traditional spiced uh, gingerbread. Gingerbread. Right. We call it lebkuchen. Okay. And. um... But yes. why, why the witch's house for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. It's based on yeah, Hansel and Gretel story? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. Interesting. So we're reading. The Bruder Grimm. They were both. The Bruder Germans. Grimm. Yeah, the Brothers Grimm. Say it again in German for the kids. The Bruder Grimm. There you go. <laughs> You've uh, got came say up that. with all these stories about you know, Hansel and Gretel and about mm-hmm. um, all these uh, beautiful uh, children's books. Yeah. We're still reading to the day. Yeah. So, guys, that's what we're going to be reading. We're going to be reading Hansel and Gretel. Mm -hmm. I thought it fit well because you got the witch's costume. It's a witch house. It's not Christmas time, but it goes with Halloween, I think. Do you know we were in the store the other day, me and your father, and we saw for Halloween a Hexen house that you put. I almost bought it, but I didn't. Oh, my goodness. Would you want to build one? No. No, only for Christmas. They should okay. make a thing where it's like one of the... You know like gingerbread houses they make in Christmas or whatever? Like mm-hmm. little Santa houses or whatever? Right. I think that you should be able to make like little like witchy cottages and. and they had that. Time. That's what they had. A Halloween version. <sighs> I'm going to go get it. I'm going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to make it this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Bye, but, guys. But, go to wh- the store. <laughs> Bye. But I, even in the Christmas version... <laughs> of the Hexen House, uh, the one we get from Germany, from Opa. Uh, it comes with two little children, figurines made out of fondant, <laughs> and a witch. A witch? Yeah, you remember? Last no. year, you don't remember? No. Opa, I'll send it again this year. No. Anyway. All right, guys, after this, we are going to be reading Hansel and Gretel. and It's a little bit long, so you'll probably fall asleep. Wait, how many pages is this? Let me see. I think it's 20 pages. No, it's not 20 pages. Yes, 153 to 173. 20 pages. All right, guys, let's get started then. Bye, guys. We're going Uh to. But I'm going to the store with Daddy. (laughs) Daddy, we're going to the store. (laughs) Okay, bye. Hansel and Gretel by the Brothers Grimm. Hansel and Gretel couldn't sleep. Their cruel stepmother had sent them to bed without any supper, and their hungry tummies were rumbling loudly. Downstairs, they could hear raised voices. "'What will become of us?' they heard their father say. "'We're down to our last loaf of bread. "'I can't afford to buy more food for the children.' "'Never mind the children.' We have to look after ourselves. Tomorrow, we must take them into the forest and leave them there. We can't do that, their father protested. Wild animals would tear them apart. Good riddance, their stepmother muttered under her breath. But aloud, all she said was, nonsense! We can't survive on a woodcutter's wages. At least this way, they stand a chance. I suppose you're right, he sighed. When Gretel heard this, she began to sob. Hansel put his arm around his sister. Don't cry, he said. I've got an idea. Hansel waited until he heard snoring from the next room. Then he put on his coat and tiptoed outside. The moon was shining brightly, making the pebbles gleam on the garden path. He stuffed as many as he could into his pockets and hurried upstairs. The next morning, the children's stepmother woke them up early. Hurry up, she said sharply. You must help us fetch firewood from the forest. She gave them each a small piece of bread to take with them. Don't eat it all at once, she warned, as they walked through the forest. Hansel lagged behind. Every so often... When he was sure his stepmother wasn't looking, he dropped a pebble on the ground. They went deeper and deeper into the forest. Eventually, their father stopped. He gathered some sticks and made a fire to keep the children warm. Wait here a while. Uh, We're gonna go and chop some wood, he said. All morning long, Hansel and Gretel heard the comforting chop chop, chop of their father's hatchet in the distance. Maybe they've changed their minds, suggested Gretel, hopefully. Lunchtime came and went, but their father and stepmother didn't return. Hansel and Gretel were very hungry, but they nibbled their bread slowly to make it last. As the afternoon wore on, it began to grow dark. The children added some sticks to the fire and lay down beside it. Before long, they were both fast asleep. By the time the children woke up, the fire had died down. They could still hear the thud of the hatchet, but in the darkness, the noise sounded sinister. Hansel shivered. "'Let's go look for them,' he said. They followed the sound, but found only the hatchet tied to a branch." swinging to and fro in the wind. They've left us, said Hansel. Hansel took his sister's hand. Come with me, he said. I've left a trail so we can find our way back. Sure enough, the white pebbles shone in the moonlight, showing them the way home. It was morning by the time the children arrived at the cottage. They knocked at the door and their father answered it. He was delighted to see them safe, but their stepmother was far from happy. That night, Hansel and Gretel overheard her nagging their father again. We must get rid of those children or we'll all starve, she said. What choice do we have? The woodcutter had no answer, and so, reluctantly, he agreed to his wife's demands again. Hansel waited until they were asleep and sneaked downstairs to collect bibles, just as before. But this time, his stepmother was one step ahead of him. The door was locked. He went back upstairs to Gretel. "'Don't worry,' he told her. "'I'll think of something.' The next day, their father gave them each a piece of bread, and he and his wife took them into the forest once again. Hansel broke his bread into tiny pieces. Every now and then, when no one was looking, he scattered a few crumbs on the ground. This time, their stepmother led them even deeper into the forest. I'll make sure they never find their way out, she said to themsel- to herself. As the woodcutter built a fire for his children, a tear rolled down his cheek. Oh, it's just smoke in my eyes, he mumbled. After their father and stepmother had gone, Gretel shared her bread with Hansel. Then they huddled together beside the fire. They were so tired that they soon dozed off. When they woke up, only the red embers of the fire were glowing and the daylight was starting to fade. Hansel hunted around for the trail of bread, but there was no bread in sight. "'I'm sure it was around here,' he said. "'Just then, a snow-white bird flew down "'and began pecking at something on the ground. "'It was one of the pieces of bread that Hansel had dropped. "'Stop that!' he cried. "'The bird was so startled that it fluttered away, "'carrying its prize in its beak. "'Hansel ran to and fro, searching for the rest of his trail, "'but it, too, was gone.' the hungry bird had eaten it all. I think this is the way we came, said Gretel, pointing to a muddy track through the trees. The children followed it, but the forest soon became thicker, and it was difficult to get through. I'm not sure if this is right, said Hansel. They tried to turn back, but they couldn't find the way. Every direction looked the same. On and on, the children stumbled all through the night and into the next morning. They wandered around in circles until they were completely lost. By this time, they were so exhausted they could barely stand. Then, just as they were ready to give up hope, the trees thinned out and they found themselves in a pretty forest glade. Hansel and Gretel stared in amazement. There before them was the most extraordinary little house they had ever seen. It was gingerbread. The walls were decorated with little sweets, and the chocolate roof tiles were dripping with sugary icing. Instead of flowers in the garden, there were scrumptious-looking cupcakes, giant lollipops, and swirly candy canes. They could hardly have been a more welcome sight for these two children. Gretel ran up the path and licked one of the lollipops. It's real, she exclaimed. Let's eat some, said Hansel excitedly. They nibbled the fence, munched through the window ledges, and were just about to break off the door knocker and eat that too when the door swung open. A gnarled old woman peered out at them who are you she croaked have you been eating my house Hansel and Gretel nodded fearfully with their cheeks stuffed with gingerbread and chocolate all around their mouths they could hardly deny it the old woman gave a toothless grimace (laughs) poor things you must be ravenous she said come inside and I'll shut and I shall feed you She seemed harmless enough, and the two children were still very hungry, so they followed her inside. But the moment they were through the door, she slammed it shut and locked it. "'Foolish kids!' cackled the old woman. "'You walked right into my trap!' Grabbing poor Hansel by the ear, she dragged him out to the chicken coop in the backyard and threw him inside." "'You'll make a tasty supper once I fatten you up,' she crowed. The witch, for that was what she was, made Gretel work like a slave, preparing food for her brother. From morning until night, the girl peeled and chopped, boiled and stewed, roasted and baked, while the witch sat in a rocking chair counting jewels from her treasure chest.' After a week had gone by, the witch went out to the chicken coop. "'Let me feel your plump little finger,' she said to Hansel. But Hansel was too clever for her. Instead of his finger, he poked an old chicken bone out through the bars. The witch peered at the bone and prodded it. "'What a scrawny creature!' she exclaimed. Her eyesight was so poor that she couldn't tell the difference between a bone and a finger." From then on, the witch made Gretel work even harder. The girl cooked huge cauldrons of hearty stew with dumplings, fried strings of sizzling sausages, and baked dozens of pies and cakes for her brother. All this time, the witch sat greedily leafing through her books for tasty boy recipes. But when she checked Hansel's finger at the end of the week, it was just as thin as before. After a month had gone by, Hansel was still no chubbier. The witch, who was used to getting her way, finally lost her temper. Today I'm going to eat your brother, skinny or not, she said to Gretel. Heat up the oven at once. The witch followed Gretel's every move as the girl stoked up the fire. Now get inside and check that it's starting to heat up she said slyly, for secretly she planned to eat both the children. But Gretel guessed what she was up to. "Uh, I can't fit in there, she declared. Of course you can, you silly goose, snapped the witch. I'm much bigger than you and I can easily fit inside. Well, I don't really know how, said Gretel innocently. You're much older and wiser than me, "'Perhaps you can show me.' "'With a snort of impatience, "'the witch pushed her aside and flung open the oven door. "'Like this,' she said, thrusting her head inside. "'As quick as a flash, Gretel ran forward "'and gave her a big shove. "'Then she slammed the oven door and fastened it shut. "'Let me out!' yelled the witch, banging on the door. But Gretel didn't listen. She filled her pockets with jewels from the witch's treasure chest. Then she grabbed the key to the chicken coop and ran outside to rescue her brother. "'What's happening?' asked Hansel as Gretel opened the door. "'I've cooked the wicked witch!' gasped Gretel. "'Quickly, let's escape!' But how will we find the way, said Hansel. At that moment, there was a rustle in the tree above. The children uh, looked up and saw the bird that had eaten their bread. It flew to the next tree and waited, with its head cocked. I think it wants us to follow it, said Gretel. "'So the children followed the bird through the forest "'until eventually they came to a stream "'with a rickety wooden bridge over it. "'I know that bridge,' said Hansel. "'We're nearly home!' "'They thanked the bird and hurried off "'in the direction of their father's cottage. "'He was standing outside and looked up "'when he heard them coming. "'My children!' he cried, They ran into his arms and he hugged them tightly. "'I've missed you so much!' he cried. "'Please forgive me!' The three of them went inside. Hansel and Gretel looked around warily, but there was no sign of their stepmother. "'She left when the food ran out,' their father explained. "'There's not a crumb left in the house. "'I don't know how we'll manage, but I'll find a way,' he promised.' Perhaps these will help, said Gretel, emptying the witch's jewels onto her lap. Where on earth did they come from? asked Hansel in surprise. Gretel tapped her finger on her nose. You're not the only one with clever ideas, Hansel, she said with a smile. The End There you go, guys. That was the Brothers Grimm version of Hansel and Gretel. Now, this story has many morals in it, and it can be a little harsh, right? You have to remember this story was written over a hundred years ago, almost 200 years ago, and things were very different back then. First of all, starvation was a very real thing, and many people that had families had to choose And make difficult choices on how they were going to feed their family. It's never okay to leave children in the forest alone and your parents, I know, would never do that to you, so don't worry. But long, long time ago, sometimes things like that unfortunately did happen, okay? Also, children were told to stay out of the woods a lot, right? Because back then there was a lot of dangers. The world was a much more dangerous place in a lot of ways. And so one of the ways they would tell children or keep children from going and wandering off is to tell them that witches lived in the forest far out and that they would eat them up if they went and caught them. So of course we know today There aren't any witches living in the forests with candy houses that trick children inside, but there are very good lessons to learn here with that. One of them is to not trust strangers, right? No matter what good things they may promise you or tell you, never go with them inside anywhere. The second is to be resourceful and clever. Use your mind. So on many occasions in the story, um Hansel and Gretel had to think on their feet to help themselves through themselves through some difficult circumstances. Like the pebbles that Hansel thought of, the breadcrumb idea, although he didn't anticipate the birds eating the breadcrumbs, um, using the stick instead of his finger, and then of course Gretel tricking the witch toward the oven. Um, so it teaches you to think for yourself and be a little bit clever and resourceful, right? Not to trust strangers. And I think in general, um, the main lesson, though, is don't trust something that seems too good to be true. So if all of a sudden you'd be walking and found a candy house in the middle of nowhere, uh, that's not something, you know, a little bit too good to be true is the phrase. So not everything, don't judge a book by its cover, meaning... Just because something seems great doesn't always mean it is. Okay? Just so a little bit of critical thinking there. All right, guys, I wish you a great day or a great night, and we will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Sleepy Head Stories. Yes, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of Sleepy Head Stories please keep sending in your shout outs and remember to subscribe to this podcast. So you get notifications every time we release a new episode, please do, <laughs> please do it. <laughs> I don't know what I All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day or a great night. And we will talk to you in the next episode episode. High five. High five.